What's good, Seattle? Hello, world. This is Paul and Eric do sports. I'm Paul, alongside my co-host here, Eric Dentino. How you doing? Good. What's up? Everything, man. Everything's so much. Up, you know, the Mariners. So much is great up. season. Yeah, those are upwards, trending upwards. Griffey, Griffey weekend. Did you did you partake in any of the activities? Uh, unfortunately, I did not, man. I I tried to, but I couldn't make it. We weren't able to make it out there, huh? It really sucks. Got myself. A, I did go Thursday, but got myself one of those jerseys. You know, uh, um, feeling good about it. One of the main reasons I didn't didn't like subconsciously go, I think, is because I'm O for five this year while mm-hmm. attending Mariner games. Wow, that's and really is, poor. It's poor and it's very rare. I mean, yeah. I'm usually a winner at home. Yeah, you um, stay away. So I just was feeling. I wasn't feeling it. Mm-hmm. I felt like if I went, just wasn't feeling it. So I decided not to go. Well, good. Thank you for doing that for us. Because we swept the Angels, and I did not go to one of those games. That's brutal. So we'll get. But we'll get to that. Yeah, you've got an ad read coming up, but first I'm going to touch on what we're going to go over. We've got the Mariners for you today, NFL talk, some Seahawk ball talk, Sounders. We'll get into a little bit of a main topic, and that main topic is taxes, America, (laughs) taxes and stadiums and stadiums and stands and the obligation that we may or may not have. But first, your boy, Eric Tintino with an Man, ad Man, so read. the other day, I was chomping on some delicious Hampton Farms salted roasted peanuts. You know, the ones that you get from Safeco Delish. at the ballpark. Delish. I was gazing at the Mariners logo on the, on the said bag. Super mm-hmm. dope logo. I love it. One of the best. Okay. And I thought to myself, how rad would it be to have our logo, Paul and Eric do sports on a bag of freaking stadium peanuts? I hit up Danica from Senna Solutions, and she said most definitely she could make that happen. See, Danica is about that life, the, the making things happen for you type of life. A bag of peanuts is just one of 850,000 plus products that you can put your logo on. And if you think it hasn't been done before, Danica will bet you she has and has done it better than her competitors. With Incentive Solutions, you get customized, you get personalized, you get prioritized. Go to IncentiveSolutions.com for more more info and tell them your boy sent you. Boy. That was well done. Thank you. Jeez. (laughs) You get customized. You get... Prioritize. Yeah, move over, Billy Mays. <laughs> Argentina's here to sell you some Man, shit. Mariners are hot right now. Yeah, they are. So hot. So hot right now. Five five wins in a row, if I'm not mistaken. We are five wins in a row. Yeah, five wins in a row. We've taken over second place, and we are three, I think, two and a half or three games out of a wild card spot. Diaz literally just induced a ground out to save the game. So, Goms. Go M's. Wow. Goms. Is that a thing? <laughs> Uh, it's a hashtag. When you put Go M's, it looks like Goms. Is there any chance that they make the playoffs? I, I personally the playoffs. believe they. I'm, I'm calling it tonight. They are playoffs. making the playoffs. I'm calling it tonight. They're making the playoffs. You're calling it right yep. now. Yep. How many how many wins are they going to get over the? I mean, like how many games over 500 do you foresee? I was. I think I was breaking down the numbers. We need to win close to like 70 percent of our games. Whoa, that 60, seems like that 60, seems a bit high. It was like 60 plus or something like that. Seems a bit high. I think I think I was looking at it. I don't know. It was over the weekend. It was a rough weekend, like I said. We should check those numbers again. Uh, playoffs. But I feel good about it. Especially Wild card, or are you like looking at the division right now? Like, are we gonna, Do we have well, a chance to get back to Texas? I think it depends on what happens with this Tiger series. I think this is the most important series of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we came into the tonight's series three and a half games out. Um, the Tigers were, I think, we're three games behind the Tigers. So assuming that we, you know, we get out of this series with a sweep, which I, I think we need that, um, That's I think that's going to be the series that puts us into the playoffs down the road but does texas i mean texas i think they're gonna win like, you think so i think so because they're pitching they really struggle to keep runs off the board they and, they, and they've lost three. some guys too yeah but they still seem to maintain what they're doing that's true but 
we'll see. It's still it's still only eighth uh, of August, so there's <laughs> if, if we're getting hot right now, mm-hmm. you can get you can be hot for two months. So I I think they're going to make the playoffs. That's interesting logic. Um, two months of hotness. Yeah, I just feel like when you catch fire towards the end of the year, it just it just sustains longer. Like you know, we got we had, we got hot in like May, part of June, and we kind of fell off in June. But I don't know. I think when you get hot at the right time, and you can, it almost seems like the playoff push is almost like a little playoff in itself. It's like the first round of like NBA playoffs. You know, it's like you kind of need to get to that next level. Yeah, no, I agree with that wholeheartedly for sure. So it's just I, I think if these guys stay healthy, um, yeah, do they make a run? And if you look at our schedule coming up, we right, pl- right, we play. Yankees, we play Oakland, we play Milwaukee in a the lot next of few teams weeks. We need to beat, and they're all teams that are they have a worse record than we do. They're under five hundred ball, you right? Know? So those are teams that we need to win. I would say win those series at least. Oh no doubt, we you should know? we should find a way to sweep one or two of those series. I, also, I totally I agree. I totally agree. So you sweep a couple of those series, you win a couple of those series. You're, I, I think you make a run on Texas, and you just keep on sustaining that. Yeah, you know. But again, then stay healthy. So. I, I feel good about it, man. Like, I think our pitching staff's looking good. We had to send Taiwan down today. I don't mm-hmm. know. Would you? Would you? I was kind of shocked a little bit, but I know. Well, he's they in, have to. Yeah, they had to to make room for Archimedes. Sure, but the move is more Archimedes was filling the role, not so much they wanted to bring him yeah. up. It's more his, his tendonitis in his foot. I yeah, think. yeah, they got to make sure that he can pitch at a major league right. level only, before he, they bring him back. He's up only had one league. start since he had the injury, so correct. And yeah, he didn't do very good. Yeah. But Archimedes, you know, and then Ariel Miranda staying up with us too, the yep. guy from Cuba. Yep. So, uh, yeah, I think our if our if our pitching staff's where we're at, we know the offense is going to be there. So that well, that's a balance. It's something we like to think that is going to be there. But <laughs> I just don't feel like know that. But all season for me, the, the, the offense has been one of the most consistent things on our on our bar. I court. mean, they have been winning games recently with only three runs today. Um, how many runs did they score yesterday? Three. It's three to one against uh, Anaheim last night. Yeah. yeah. So. They're winning games with only three runs. That's not something that you expect either. So. Nope. Well, Paxton has been phenomenal right. the last few starts. Yeah. Struck out Trout last night four times. The only pitcher ever to do that against Trout. He's done it twice. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. He did it in 2014. Oh, wow. Fantastic. Yep. Love seeing that. Yep. Seeing the little meme with uh, the golden sombrero. Oh, so good. <laughs> Man, yeah. So, again, I think the Tiger Series is, is the catalyst for me. Uh, right. And that, that'll push us in. Um, Ichiro, let's give him a little love. Three thousand, three thousandth hit. I love ball. I was gonna, I was trying to get a soundbite for the Ichiro chant, but it didn't, didn't oh. happen. Ichiro, Ichiro, Ichiro. Man, a triple at that. Triple, dude. Dude, he, um, I, th- I wish I was, he had a home I was run. Jacked. I wish he had a home run though. Oh, I know because I could tell that that's what he's trying to do. Mm-hmm. Not Marte, and, and he's. Tell. See that? <laughs> See that in there? Well done. Well played. Uh, play <laughs> um No, man, I, I was I was jacked for him. I, I wanted him, I wanted him to hit a home run as well, right? Um, you know, because just to like say, oh, not only Jeter did this shit, but where, where was it? Also, Wade Boggs. Well, where, yeah, but the guys that hit home runs. <laughs> well, I was just hoping that he could because he always said that he could hit a home run. Anytime you want it, anytime, anytime right. you wanted to, if you really well, need you, you see him in batting practice. It's crazy. Yeah, he can launch him. Yeah, he move over, still. Griffey. Etro <laughs> <laughs> is here to put on a batting practice display. Oh man, incredible, uh, dude! So uh, the Yankees have forced Alex Rodriguez to retire. Essentially, I mean, how silly is that? They are 
forcing him essentially to take a advisory position with the team, uh, sort of like a front office role almost. And, uh, you know, dude's 41, can't hit, can't field, can't run. But they're telling him that he doesn't have to play baseball to make the rest of that money. Right. He's so, going to get paid still. Right. So, I mean, it's kind of a good move for him. But he still wants to play. Does he? I don't know. Seems like he wants to play. You know him personally? No. I just, I'm just i just saying, like, most p- people don't want to retire. They don't want to admit the fact that it's time to hang him up. Yeah. I think A-Rod's been ready to retire for a couple of years. Did you see his uh, the press conference? No. So it looked like, I think to many, that he was fake crying. And because there was a point where he comes into the podium, sits down for the press conference and has his Yankee cap on kind of, you know, kind of low. And he starts talking about the retirement and he, he starts breaking down a little bit. And, you know, he's putting his, his fingers in his eyes, look like he's going to cry. And most people would would continue to hide themselves from crying because they don't want to be embarrassed in front of in front of other people. Right. But Alex removes his hat. He yeah, puts it down. Yeah continues to fake cry and almost looks for like a second. He has a smirk on his face, like a right, smile, right? Like it's all an act. And he's looking around the room and he's basically trying to see who's paying attention to him crying. So it was, again, it was, it, it was like just that narcissism that he has for so sure. It's always as talented as the dude is. And we yeah. all re- respect the talent that he has and his, the potential and what he's done. Steroids. Um, yeah. well, not all the time. Can't yeah. argue that it was always no, but my point yeah, is, he's, gr- he's a great baseball player right. for sure. Like he didn't need to take steroids. We all know that. No. Um, but and that could have been part of his narcissism is that he wanted to be the best and did whatever it took to get there. You know, he could say there was pressure from Texas to, to, to do it cause he had the big contract. But at the end of the day, no. he's doing it for himself. He already had the big contract. Right. So it was just, it was just an, a, an addition to the ego, which probably happens with a lot of the guys that took, took steroids. Probably. So do you think he should be in the hall of fame? A-Rod? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, and you know what, Ken? So Ken Rosenthal, the, the baseball guru, mm-hmm. um, he had an interesting point because he's a he's a, a voter, a baseball writer, and he said uh, that it's hard for him to go either way with with Alex because he's like sure. there could be guys that's already in the Hall of Fame that took steroids that we don't know about, mm-hmm. and so he's like if there's guys already in the Hall of Fame that took steroids, it's hard to say well these guys should not be in there when it could possibly be people already that took it in the Hall of Fame. No, I agree. You yeah. know, and I I didn't really think about that that side of it. I'm like, that makes sense from, you well, know, from a, a writer standpoint. And something that I heard Bill Simmons say once and that I completely agree with is what's the point of keeping people out? Why not let those players that did the great things like Barry Bonds and Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa and Jose and all those guys, let them be a part of the hall of fame, but you don't need to write anything great on under their plaque. You can say, here we enshrine a player who hit 670 right. home runs and whose hat size grew 15 sizes over the course of a 12 year career. Um, he was, cl- he clearly juiced, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. Like why? I mean, put him in the hall of fame, but that's, you can also kind of publicly shame them for, you know, for right. the, how they got there. Sure. And I don't see any, any reason not to. Sure. And you'd have to have, I would say require the players to have some sort of, uh, you know, acceptance of what they did and responsibility. Public apology, public announcement. Well, if they're going to accept their enshrinement with a plaque saying something like that, do then, something. Yeah, you yeah. Know what I mean, for sure. Like there needs to be a handshake there. Yeah, you know, you need to shake, shake Griffey's hand and look him in the eye and say and saying thank you for hey, not. Yeah, I'm I'm sorry that I'm above you on the home run list, even though I cheated to get there. Right. I, that's that's huge. It's true. You know, that's that's accountability at its finest. It's right true, there. man. 
because for me, man, like I, I love professional football and I love soccer, but something about Cooperstown and, and that brotherhood and that sort of that, that little, that club is for me, it's bigger than, than most sports. Like it's really like a tight brotherhood. Yeah. The whole, just the whole ambiance of where it's at Cooperstown and all that. And you know, every, every hall of fame has its story and its history, but baseball is something special. And so I, I'm, I'm not a purist all the way. I'm also not a moralist all the way, but that's why I think I allow, I think I want, or Alex should be in the hall of fame. But, um, yeah, I, I think, uh, I don't know. Just, I forgot where my point was going, but do you see my point? Yeah. Yeah. You like all the old guys that are in the hall of fame. I I mean, I just think that it couldn't have been an entire career of cheating. That's what um, there has to be. And there's also humans are, you know, we're flawed. We, we have pressure. We'll do shit that we may not want to normally do. We do it under pressure. Right. And if I, I know for a fact, if I was a, a ball, professional ball player in that time frame, I would have done it just knowing who I am. Why wouldn't you? I mean, if you're not making millions of dollars, why would you not? Right. Even know. if you're making millions of dollars and you're just like, you see a couple guys, maybe if that's your best way. If you're getting towards the end of your triple A career and you're 26 or 27 years old and you're like, shit, they're not going to call me up. It right. doesn't look like, like you better do something to try to make your dream <laughs> yeah. happen. Right. Right. I don't know. And that's probably some of the thought process. I never hate on the guys that it's the guys to me that already are all stars and are already doing something awesome that feel compelled to push the limit right. of greatness that's just a human, a human flaw. That's something yeah, I think we it's would greed. Do. It is greed. Yeah. And that's a whole other discussion for like Joe Rogan <laughs> for real, man. Speaking of hall of fame though, the hall of fame game okay. in the NFL. Okay. Um, shit show. We're moving on from the Mariners. Stuff. Yeah, I think so. Okay. I think we're wrapped up. We're right. looking good. We just, we established that. Okay. 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 <laughs> but, uh, the NFL starts out with their, essentially their first, uh, game of the year as a shit show. Yeah. Canceled. As a result, result of poor <laughs> human behavior, speaking of humans and their flaws. Um, so, yeah, the field is, it was a shit show, wasn't playable. They only found out with like 30 minutes before game time, <laughs> something like that. I mean, come on. It's, it's, it's absurd to me. Like, whose fault is this? Like, who, <laughs> how do you like, how do you? This is ridiculous. Now, I don't really care because right. who watches week one of preseason football? I, I can't stand watching preseason football, but I do it anyways. But it's not exciting. You're just more kind of trying to see some skill sets here and there and getting a feel for your team, you know? Not expecting to see, like, balls out football. You don't expect to see Russell Wilson, like, jumping over not. dudes? Of course not. Why not? I don't expect him to have more than two or three snaps. Yeah, no, I don't. I, I don't expect Rawls to play at all during the preseason. No, why would you? Exactly. So he got one foot right now. Exactly. So I don't. I think. I just. I mean, it's a shit show. But how how big of a shit show? Right. You know. True. Did you hear what happened though? Like what they did. What did they do? They're, so the little rubber pellets that uh, that are in the, on the turf, you know, that yeah, 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 help for, for turf. traction. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So some of the 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 thinner that they used, like for the paint uh, to uh, to spray on the field, sort of like reacted with the the, ball, the rubber balls and it created basically what was like feeling like cement so players would be falling on cement when they'd really yeah wow i didn't hear that yeah no, i didn't know that so like i said like how does that happen this is the nfl hall of fame game this is the they biggest, didn't go test like a little patch somewhere i don't know those these are the <laughs> these are the questions that i'd like to know inquiring minds want to know dude. that's horrible right like how, this is just it's funny to me you're like the biggest product the NFL in america messes up a lot a lot they mess up 
like remember when the Super Bowl was in Jerry Dome and uh, or Jerry World, and they like oversold like by like two thousand tickets or something like that because they didn't have seats ready in a part of the stadium, and they just basically told those people like, sorry. It's ridiculous. We'll probably have a Super Bowl here in ten years. We'll give you free tickets then. <laughs> I, it's crazy to me. Like, how do they mess up so often? Because right. you know MLB messed up. When's the last time the MLB messed up real bad, or the NBA for that matter? MLB messed up the whole steroids thing. I mean they they just they did they didn't want to admit that as happening everywhere. Yeah. Um, if they would have just came out and said this is a this is a, a chronic problem, let's fix I get it. it. Yeah. But that's one thing. That's. That's, I mean, the NFL's fucking up all the time. What about the NBA? Referees cheating. Referees cheating. Yeah. Moving the Sonics. Yeah. One and one A. Yeah. I think, I don't know about, I don't know how well or poorly uh, NHL's run, but I don't seem to hear about it, too many issues. That's pretty shitty. Gary um, Bettman does a pretty terrible job. Really? Yeah. Uh, we know soccer's corrupt up to the, oh, yeah. Also the wall. Yeah, exactly. The Olympic, the uh, athletic committee's corrupt as shit, the I- IOAC or whatever. They're all corrupt, man. They just, they just, poorly run governments it's just like any other country or some shit yeah it's really what it is before i but, forget let me give a shout out to jim furick on the pga tour he broke who that jim furick who that i don't know who that is I don't he's got know, he's I don't got anything about golf he's got a crazy ass swing like crazy swing it's like real just, it's real loopy is it like wide and just like lets it rip just like like lets it rip his feet are real close together and he's got a real loopy swing anyways kind of bird looking man but anyways uh he shot 58 and that's the uh pga record like all-time record for low score in a round of golf mm. so i just want to give a shout out to that guy that's shout amazing. Out, even though he's a arizona wildcat that's that's truly amazing truly those balls are perfect speaking of balls joey bosa does not want to defend footballs <laughs> <laughs> doesn't okay hear about this i did hear about it yeah third, third pick in the draft his mommy's coming out talking you hear, yeah dude, i love yeah. i have it right here i wish we pulled an eli manning mm-hmm. referring, referring. Ref- to eli getting forcing the trade from after being uh, drafted by the chargers right right the trade which was uh, philip rivers yeah um mom said i wish we pulled an eli manning eli manning i mean i would too i wouldn't want to play for that, that moms are sounding squad. off lately in the nfl too moms yeah sound mama off. lynch mama lynch mama sherman i think sounded off a couple times yeah Few mamas out there. They, that's good. They love their boys. Right. Take care of their sons. I'm. Not, I have no problem with that. No. I mean, and it's a free country. Is it? Well, the amendments say so. <laughs> she can say whatever the fuck she wants. Yeah. Um. No, but the thing is, is like I'm trying to. I'm trying to make sense on his part. Like I know you know a lot about the contract situations. Right. And there hasn't been too many rookies that are third round, first pick, third. You know, third pick overall. Uh, that just says I'm not coming to training camp. You know, so like, there's been a lot of those, but not in the last five or six years. Right, it was since the, the bargaining agreement, right? Yeah. So, but like, what's his what's his uh, his <clears throat> like his role in this? So right? basically, game on this. he wants more upfront money. He wants more signing bon- bonus money delivered to him upfront than over the life of the contract. Because um, why wouldn't you? Right? But doesn't there isn't there a certain like stipulation in the contract that says this is your pick? This is what you're going to get paid. No yeah, matter what. no. So there's slotting. So there's salary slotting where this is how much you make over the life of a contract, but it does not say this is how much you make per year. Um, over like you know from year one to year four, sure. you make this much. Um, so let's say it's a twenty eight million dollar contract. Maybe Joey Bosa wants ten million the first year, seven million the second year, four million you know the third year, and then 
math on the air, seven million in the last year. Yeah. Why doesn't this conversation happen before the draft or as soon as the draft happens? Because usually contract talks are somewhat discussed before the draft even happens, right? Or are they just like, hey, we're going to pick you? No, nah, they don't really talk anything. I mean, the, the questions that they would have about contracts would be more um, general questions. It'd be more like, if you, we were to pick you, not like... Okay, got it. It's not like... So you because, can't, have, because you can't they, have terms. Well, yeah, because they don't know for sure that he's going to be there, and they're not sure. going to draw up terms for 70 different players or however many players there are that, they, that, play, that teams are looking at. Usually teams make a big board of 100 pl- uh, draftable players, um, or more than that, actually, but... Um, for like the first sec- first and second day, they usually usually have a hundred player big board, mm-hmm. and what they do is they just start crossing players off, and they have them basically tiered by position. So, quarterback, a team like the Broncos, for instance, a very quarterback needy team, might have more players in tier one that are draftable for the first and second round than a team like the Seahawks who don't need a new starting quarterback. They might have nobody draftable in the first through the fourth because they don't need one. Right. right. So it just all depends on where, um, what teams needs are and, and, and what kind of talent there is in the draft. But, um, well, Joey Bosa had no idea where he was going to go though, either. Like it's true. Teams were thinking that Jalen Ramsey could be going there. Um, I don't know, man. It's just Joey Bosa probably should just get get his ass signed onto a contract and you get in think, training right? camp. Like, like you'd think you want to start playing. You don't want to waste your first year in football, right? I I, I totally agree. It's not a quick ramp up. No. And imagine if he decides to come back, you know, mid training camp or even like t- towards the end. Right. 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 You have to like you don't know the playbook. You don't know your teammates. It makes it harder for you. Totally. And I think that I think the Chargers have to make a move here in the, the next like seventy two hours. Otherwise, they have to like trade his contract or something like that. Yeah. So it's gonna be interesting. Mm-hmm. I mean, the dude's an incredible talent. He's probably the best college defensive player of the year last year, or in the in, the, in college football. So, dude, you gotta get out there and play. Right. I agree. I feel. I feel aside. Feel aside. Before we get to Seahawks, though, dude. So Snoop Dogg's son, Snoop, wide out, mm-hmm. UCLA. Yep. Has quit once because it was like I want to follow some pa- other passions, uh, and then came back and now has quit again. Just basically saying that he's a. Uh, having a little bit too much pressure trying to follow in this, the footsteps of his famous father. Hmm. I'm, I'm thinking, I don't see Calvin Brodus being like, you have to live this way, son. I think Snoop would be like, do the fuck you do the fuck what you want. Yeah. You know, for so, sure. Cordell needs to get to fucking work for real. Get to work, hit them beats. Yeah. I mean, if you want to rap, go rap. If you want to play, you, sometimes you can do both. You can I think do- he's a, I think he's a movie guy. I think he likes video Most, and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get into if that. I'm not mistaken. I think if I was Cal- you know, Cordell Brodus, I would use the advantage that I would have as being Snoop Dogg's son and see some, some doors open. Oh, I'm sure he does, and I'm sure he has. Right. But yeah. he wants to be his own man, too, I'm sure. I don't know, man. I don't know this guy. There's pressure. I don't know. LBC. It's too bad, though. Think so? Yeah. That'd be a cool little storyline going into I think every be, game. I think it'd be great. Snoop Dogg showing up on the sidelines every game for the Bruins. That'd be pretty sweet. Be pretty sweet. Yeah. And then what if he gets drafted in the NFL? You see him in NFL. He's not even a Bruins fan, though. He's a big time USC, USC guy. Right. Yeah. That's, yeah. Him and Peter type. Yeah. Yeah. Are they? Yeah. They're homies. Okay. Snoop sometimes flaps here for games and shit. Snoop. Snoop. Speaking yeah. of Hawks, Rawls mm-hmm. passes physical. It's good news for Seahawks fans, which means he's going to be ready for week one, most likely. Hopefully, yeah. <laughs> Quote unquote, most likely. Yeah. Um, I do feel good about that. I mean, I think the running back situation obviously is it's a, it's a new thing, so it's going to play out as it plays out. Um, but 
Christine Michaels getting some love from the coaches. Um, I mean, the only issue with Christine Michael wasn't a talent thing. He was just not a very hard worker. Yeah. He was kind of like laxadaisical about shit. Yeah, he's pretty average overall. You know? No matter what. But no matter how you cut it, he's average. Is his effort average or is his talent Everything average? Everything is average. Even his talent? Yeah. You think so? Yeah. I mean, people are saying otherwise. This far into his career, he would have found a way to get on the field and make plays if he if his But what if it's what if it's average. a mental setback? What if he's just too There's, arrogant or if he feels he was too entitled? No, like there's okay. Hold on. So what what are you what are you saying? Because because what he's saying right now is that the reason the roadblocks that he had through his career so far have been a mental issue of him not a trying hard enough or not having enough passion for it and just tons, not, not working hard enough. T- no, dude, tons of arrogant and dudes that didn't uh, didn't try hard. Um, we're still talented. Are still are we're st- but they were talent and talented. We're still uber successful. Look at Chad Ochocinco. Like there's tons of dudes like that. Um, yeah, but how football long is one career? of the sports. Football is one of the sports where you can be a pretty um, prima donna kind of. Yeah, absolutely, and you can still make it work because you go out there and make plays. Like Christine Michael has never made a play. He's had fumbling issues. Um, he has had issues with staying healthy. He's had issues with the playbook. He's had issues being the number three back on the football team. Yeah. Like if you're that talented, teams don't really cut talent that easy, and especially three times or however many times the Seahawks have cut him. So it's definitely nothing to hang your hat on or to hope for that Christine Michaels is going to be some sort of savior for the running game this year. I don't that well, I, know. I, I didn't as, want to go that route. I know, yeah. I know. But as as I've gone like on the record saying multiple times, there is a reason the Seahawks drafted three running yep. backs. Right. And it's not because they felt great about what they have in Thomas Rawls moving forward. And it's right. not because they thought Kristen Michael can be a starter or even a backup. Like they got a dude that can play third down running back like CJ Pro size. And then they who's, got dudes who's like, also injured right now with a hamstring yeah. issue. And then they got guys like uh, Zach Brooks and also injured Alex Collins who can. Who's looking actually pretty decent. Both of them. Yeah. Both of them are real solid. Yeah. They're yeah. real solid. But, you know, they're they're guys that. Sure, they may not have had the four four time of Christine Michael, but they know how to play football and they know how to like study. Yeah, and that's that's the thing is that you kind of have to be a smart dude to play for. Pete. Chris, Chris, don't forget Christine Michael like was boys and like hung out with Johnny Football in college. Okay, so Great let's point. not forget Oof, that either. Great point. You can put it on the board. Yeah, put it on the board. You can put it on the board. Yes, Jari Evans. Yeah, ten I, year great pickup. Ten year left uh, right guard. Out of uh, New Orleans, no right. He was left he was guard. Right. I think he was a right guard. He's going to move to left guard. Okay, uh, so that's the only thing, man. That's the only thing that I'm like. Nah, he's the best pickup you guys had all off, se- I, off season. I agree with that, but the fact he won't that even start though, he wouldn't even start, and he also came off an, a huge injury last year, and he's moving a position after and two years. He's fine. He'll be fine. But uh, you know, he'll have to compete just like everybody else. Compete. Huh. Get it? Yeah, I see what you did there. Check in the mail. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> fuck yeah. <laughs> so, dude. Um, no, I do like the pickup, though. Uh, I, I still think we have we have a lot of question marks up front. Mm-hmm. Question marks in the offensive line. Question back. Tw- question backs. That question running back. backs. Uh, we got question questions backs. Running backs. <laughs> we got question backs. So many questions, man. But all I know is that I'm excited for football. Are you pumped for the, for for uh, your Buffalo Bills? I love ball. Oh yeah, hell yeah, man. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Week nine, week nine, dude. Bum 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 bum. Coming into your building, taking 
a win. <laughs> That's so confident. I just hope that both squads are healthy, fully come and bring in their A game. I don't care about health. We'll win no matter what. <laughs> we'll send we'll send Trent Edwards out there. Bills 36, Seahawks 13. <laughs> Believe that. Believe that. Believe that. Believe this. The Sounders might make the playoffs this year. Whoa, Sounder talk. Believe that. So... Oh, oh, it sounds like he just fucking swallows himself. Swallowed himself. Swallowed his tongue. Uh, Sounders got a huge win against Orlando City yesterday. Uh, Orlando scored really early, seven minute. We were just like, here we go again. Uh, a few minutes later, Jordan Morris. No, I'm sorry, it was Mears first. Yeah, Mears to Dempsey, uh, who ended up with a hat trick. Uh, all three goals were actually somewhat easy, just great passes, two assists from Jordan Morris. That's what you're always hoping um, for. It, well, you're just hoping for goals, man. Yeah, any, but, anyway. But, dude, like, Ladero has been a phenomenal pickup. The guy we got from Boca Juniors, the Uruguayan national. Yeah. Um, he Good had boy. two two great passes to, to Morris, who set up the assist to Dempsey. Like, that's what you need is that that, chem- that chemistry, that, that Oba Deuce thing that we had, you know, for a few years. Sure, sure, um, absolutely. And once mm-hmm. they get a couple more games under them, we have 12 games left. Uh, we're eight points behind a playoff spot. We have two games left against Portland, um, who are in the sixth spot against Portscum. So there is a path uh, to the playoffs, which is 49 points. So if, if we do get 47 to 49 points, we will make the playoffs. And if we get the fourth seed, guaranteed home game. So what, what kind of impact do you think Jordan Morris has had? Phenomenal impact. On the Sounders since being acquired from Stanford? Um, mm, Stanford. It's been a, a slow rise impact. Mm-hmm. I think Ladero has had a bigger impact over two games than Jordan Morris has had over four or five games. Morris was scoring goals. Uh, doing his thing, but he also was missing some good shots, some good looks, uh, making some mental mistakes, but it's just still that, that youth that, you know, coming into the league the first year. So I think, uh, you know, that was expected. I think people were like, he's going to come out of nowhere and just come out and kill it. And like it's college still, the MLS is still somewhat of a gap. Um, so I, I think, uh, it's a yes and no answer, but Ladero has been more of an impact over two games. Sure. And then I think, uh, the firing of Ziggy has been, a huge impact too. So who's the new coach, new manager? Uh, Brian new... Schmetzer. So he was he's been with the team for like thirty years as an assistant coach. Okay, uh, I'm sure he's had other positions too before that, but currently that's what he was. And so he's interim, but he's going to be considered for head coach. Mm. Um, some people were like, it's, if he stays, it's more of the same. But a lot of the tactics that um, were sort of hindering us from scoring goals and, and creating chances in space sure. uh, was Ziggy's ancient tactics basically so yeah. uh, we've opened it up with Ladero and I think uh, Schmetzer gets it so dude I, I actually feel pretty good um, if we win all of our home games we're in the playoffs I'm telling you if they just install that flying V the flying V yeah what was that I forgot huh the flying Gordon v. Bombay mighty ducks man mighty ducks oh, dude, come on man. Like 20 years Gordon Bombay you know bro. pot I've had in that meantime come on <laughs> now, dude. so yeah path to 49 keep that in your head keep that in your head what a great show. Heck yeah, it was. You've been listening to Paul and Eric do sports. <laughs> Thank you for that lovely half hour. Catch us on Twitter at PE do sports on Instagram. Paul and Eric do sports. We're on iTunes. We're on Google play and SoundCloud. Thanks to Justin Hardinger for gunshot. Great track. And, uh, I mean, how silly is Thanks to the Soundcasting Network, the Mothership, Studio 212. Bring it to you live somewhat. Peace. Catch you next week. Peace. Peace. Peace.